0: This is NRL Boom Rookies.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Boom Rookies. I am Matt Bungard. Alongside me, as always, Mitch Doyle. Hello.
0: And good day, everybody.
1: And joining us, uh, we're getting through these. I think this is the fifth last one. We got Manly up today in our team by team uh, season preview. And Scott Bailey, rugby league reporter for AAP, does cricket in the summer. All around good bloke. Welcome.
2: Boys, there you going? I uh, applaud your effort. I only agreed to write like three team previews. So doing 16, bugger like that. Yeah, it's all right. You uh, probably
0: put much more quality into three. We spread thinly our quality. We lean on guests. Spread like everyone them. else. <laughs> yeah, you know. Quality
2: uh, yeah. is questionable <laughs> for me, but we'll go with it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right and uh before we get into that patreon.com forward slash general boom rookies uh seasons a week away that means you've got a week left to join if you want to be in the cold train cup access to a discord server priority of question time rookie takes merchandise mitchell showed me a photo of some of the new merch that came in today looks pretty good so yeah, never been a better time to join than right now. And a special thank you to Dave, Rocky and Rafi, Stu, Wayne Ritchie, Anthony Anger, Ben Wallace, Buttsy, Cam Beswick, Dan Cullen, Doc Cog, and Anonymous Backer, Frankie, Jace G, James K, Jason, Joel Wrigley, Josh Brandon, Josh Tom, 98, Lachlan Hancock, Leon, Maddie Jenkins, Matt Coleman, Matthew Duggan, Michael Murray, Morgan Watkins. My ding dong is hard and I'm sad. Never trendy, Party Keg, Razor, Rowan Edwards, Roxanne Clark, Schneiderfield, Scores, Seymour Butts, Stephen Hickey, Schwarzy, Ty, TV, The Not So Matured, Thor Laycock, Tom Hardy, and Was. Thank you so much for your support. To everyone in the lower tiers and to everyone who just listens, thank you as well, Scott. Uh, how is your ding dong, and are you sad?
2: <laughs> uh, it's all going great. All going great. <laughs> Everything's working. <laughs> yeah. And speaking, of,
1: and I'll tell you what else is working. Manly, when everyone's fit and on the field, they were pretty good at the back end of last year. They were blowing teams off the park. Trials don't matter, but they looked really good in that first half against the Tigers. You got to be feeling good, presuming everyone stays fit.
2: Yeah, it's all. I mean, is it almost just presuming two people, it's three people stay fit with Manly?
1: Mm,
2: yeah, what one like they they're. I think they're the. I mean, it's the most obvious thing. Well, to say right, but they're the most reliant on one or two players of any team in the NRL. Uh, it's probably well, it's more than Joey-esque levels, isn't it? I reckon. Like, if, I think it's worse. Yeah. Yeah, I remember doing the stats like sort of midway through last year, and I'll, I'll dig them up in a minute when I when I find them. But like their reliance on Trebuichi is just. I don't know. It's it's the most obvious thing in rugby to say right. So what's the point of even saying it? But like. Yeah. They, they go from like 28... or This is at some point last year. They go from like 28% without him to 75% with him and and, and whatnot. So, like, it, it, it's... A, it's Yeah, it's the most reliant on... No, it's, it's offensive to the rest of them to so say they rely on one player, but he just is so important to the way they play. But, yeah, one injury.
0: Yeah, it's, it's also because... Like, it, they're great. When he gets injured, sometimes there's players... Like, it could be a player who's just as important to their team when they're playing. But when they get hurt, the backup's pretty okay. Manly have, like, when Tommy gets out, there's like no one can play full whack to a competent level, really. They haven't got... Like, Dylan Walker, it was terrible when he did that yeah. last year. And none of the other guys in the back line really have it in, in them either. So that also is a factor of when he gets injured or misses games, the whole way they play footy has to change.
2: And I reckon the underrated part... Like, obviously, their attack changes so much and everyone knows that. But I reckon the underrated part of it is their defense. Like, when he's in the team, they just... Like, and I know they've spoken a lot in the last couple of weeks about, you know, how can Tom get better? The way Tom can get better is to defend better and positioning and and whatnot. That's something they've been really strong on. But like already, if you go on the last, so since the start of twenty nineteen, so I always look at the stats with Tom um, in regards to the Des era because I think that's probably when Tom becomes a superstar mm-hmm. and Manly play the style of football they do now. Like already, they're ten points a game better off defensively in the Des era with Tom than without him. So um, that that was sort of what I what I found watching them last year that like, there were times where they were just getting like off scrums or they were just getting outnumbered so badly on edges, but when Tom comes back, that doesn't seem to exist so much. So um, yeah, it's, it's the defensive side things as much as anything that people don't notice where I reckon is just, just as important.
1: Yeah. So very minimal squad turnover, which given last season was pretty good. You made the prelim final, everything went pretty well. You, you smashed some teams. You rarely got smashed yourself. So very little squad turnover. You lose, Curtis Sieran and K Cast, the latter of whom I quite like, and I think a couple of teams hmm. could do with this year in the, in the, in the NRL to the super league. And you, you lose a couple of the guys, you lose Moses Sully, Jack gasewski to the dragons and whatever else. And you signed Ethan Bullymore and that's really about it. So um, yeah, I, I suppose that, you know, staying the course isn't necessarily a good thing if you're not good, but since you guys were good, I, I'd say, you know, less is more when it comes to the off season you've just had.
2: Yeah. And I know like, um was in your chat, I think you guys were talking about how, like, if, you know, there's the stats that show that teams that don't have a lot of changes tend to be more successful and it's kind of a misguided stat, right, because it's, you, you know, your Melbournes and, and, and Roosters and whatnot that don't change teams. So, of course, they're successful because why would you change a successful team? But I do reckon in a year like this where it's going to be really important and that was something that um, Kieran Fallon was speaking about last week that, um, you know, it's been a really disruptive preseason for a lot of teams. Like we sort of, they all lost that month after Christmas to COVID, and that's sort of the month where, um, where, where combinations and all those sort of like fitness isn't as big. Then it's more about your, your structures and your combinations and whatnot. And a lot of teams lost that period. Then they went into all stars and they lost players again. Whereas, so the teams that haven't um, changed their spine, I reckon, are set for big years, or they've got a lot of potential. That's why I actually do like power for the same reason. And and it mainly fall into that boat. Like nothing really changes that much in their attacking structure. Like it's the same spine. Uh, they have spoken about having different defensive structures. And, and that is like essentially where it's at for them this year. Their their defense last year, uh you know, against the the good teams that they leaked points in a lot of games, especially against Melbourne, uh South and, and Penrith. It was, you know, I think it was average something like 24 points a game against them or something like that, against those teams. So that's sort of where they've put a lot of their focus over the offseason. I think we're going to see some kind of changes in their defensive structure.
0: The funny thing about that is averaging twenty four points conceded against those three teams, you might have been near the best in the league.
2: <laughs> that yeah, that's true. Against those three, it's just yeah.
0: the way that the sport is. But I do think defenses in general will change with that penalty change this year. And I know yeah. Dez is is a pro penalty man, so he's probably licking his lips at some of the things he can do oh. again.
2: No, I don't think Dez is that keen on it because I think, like, yeah. you're right, Dez is a pro-penalty man, but Dez needs a fast game.
0: Yeah, for, for I'm sorry. Penalty, Dez is pro-receiving penalty, sorry. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> yeah. yes, yes, sorry. yes. Yeah. But he's not Dez.
2: pro the other team. <laughs> them, I think, yeah. I think um, that trial match on on Friday yeah. night between Manly yeah. and Canberra, um, yeah. there were 20 penalties in that game. And, mate, that first half was, I thought it was, it like it was a trial match, right? So how do you judge if it? it felt slow? Yeah. Mm. And, and I know Dez... Um, what did he say post match? He said something like, "It was frustrating for fans." I think was the way that Des worded um, the pace of that game. And obviously, there's going to be teams that, like, I think you know they're playing against Canberra, and Canberra would probably be happy to see uh, a slower game this year, a little yeah. more stoppages, I guess. Whereas I think, I think Manly, uh, um, yeah, yeah, they don't want stoppages. They want that fast tempo game. True. It's funny, right? Do, do you reckon? Do you boys reckon that that rule change with the penalty for inside the mm. what inside the forty? Do, do you reckon that benefits good attacking teams because it puts them on the attack quicker or or do you reckon because it has more stoppages in the game and slows the game down a little bit, do you reckon it doesn't benefit them?
1: I think it will go a long way to sort of bringing the teams that were the most blatant about exploiting it back to the pack. So, like, I think it will hurt Penrith and Melbourne a little bit, whereas I don't know necessarily if it will have as much of an impact just in a vacuum on attacking sets Teams, but I do think that change will result in closer games. I yeah. think
0: Eels were really good at it too. We don't really mention them because they didn't win as much, but they were really good at that cheating as well. But I just think the main thing, like obviously, I like penalties anyway. What I like the most, Scott, is it brings different ways of winning the game into in into play again. Yeah, like, well so many times last year, we saw teams ahead that that last ten minutes. The other thing was never getting out up the field. It was like they were down. They were down there. Yeah. And one team was cheating, and they were never getting out of it. And it really helped favourites win a lot of games and people stay ahead. And whilst and like, like, there's my, like attacking rugby league or whatever, fast rest of the time, as a neutral watching a lot of games, when a game is like a 12-point difference with over 20 minutes to go, I always, pretty much you were like, this game's over. Which, and I,
1: I personally just found that it made halfbacks a little bit redundant, just the way the game was played last year. It was almost a glorified form of touch footy at times where you're just trying to get dumps on and just rolled, rumble down the field. And like, Yeah. Uh, and, and to me, hopefully, I mean, it's bad time for South, but hopefully it brings sort of the kicking game into the, into the contest a little bit more. We'll get more teams sort of getting up the field and having opportunities to put in those mid-range attacking kicks as well, which we didn't really see a whole lot of last year.
2: Yeah, yeah. Like, I think I, I probably was... Like, I, I know you guys were really strong on um, mm-hmm. the rule changes and what they did. Not, like, I was probably... Uh, I was probably a bit more in the majority, where the majority were, which was in 2020. Everyone thought, oh, this is great. We've got great attacking footy. But then it, the teams learned to manipulate it. And then last year, we yeah. came. Like, I, I certainly. Your rule enjoy...
0: was terrible. That was just, that was yeah, never and going that to was, work on paper.
2: That's exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that and that's where it was able to manipulate. Like, and, and I certainly enjoyed the NRL less last year than I normally do. And whether that's because, um, it was in Queensland, so I just, you know, usually mm. you're at a couple of games a weekend, all of a sudden you're not going to footy. So I think that was probably part of it, to be fair. So it's not just solely what the what the rules did, but, yeah, like the blowouts, it was, you know, it was, it was always like Todd Greenberg's mantra, wasn't it? Like at season launch today, in fact, and it was always Todd Greenberg's mantra at season launch. He'd rock up and he'd say, on any given day, any, any fan of any team can believe their team is going to win today. And, and then mm. we saw last year, like the... Um, again, there was like some, there was, a, there was a stat midway through the season and you boys know I love a stat. There was a stat midway through the season, which was like the AFL had favourites winning more often than in the NRL, which was like the first time in a long time that it happened because the AFL used to be the predictable league, whereas mm. the NRL fell into that trap last year. So I, I honestly, and it's obviously going away from the Manly Creek, but I, I honestly do think the debate around the speed of the game, what penalties do, what and, and all that. And, and then just like, the the gap between i don't think it's necessarily the gap between 1st and 16th because the gap between 4th and 12th for yeah, one is most yeah. important wh- whether that gap gets closer because the gap between 1st and 16th is always going to be huge because there's always going to be an excellent team and there's always going to be a horrible
0: mm-hmm. team right but it was always the worst part of the argument, mate you said people arguing oh but Penrith and Storm and whatever they all they were always or well, the Roosters they're always good it's like well yeah
1: it's not the yeah, argument was like yeah. see you see team 6th si- place six. Manly rocking up against 11th place Tigers and just, and just yeah, no, everyone knew yeah. Everybody knew what was going to happen. Like, no <laughs> one bothered. Everyone was like, Yeah, Manly are going to win this game by 40. Like,
2: yeah. And, and, like, it's no secret. I enjoy watching man play. I enjoy watching. Like, I actually really enjoy watching Penrith play. They're, they're probably, I'm not saying at the yeah. moment, I enjoy watching. Sorry, Matt. Not, but, uh, no, that's fine. Yeah. I, I like, I really, I really enjoy watching Penrith play. But, and, and there were parts of games that you went, Like, geez, this is good skill. I enjoy watching it. But on the whole, it's a bit like, it's a bit like 2020 cricket, right? Like, remember when 2020 cricket first came out and it was like, Oh, mm. geez, look at, look at this, the teams are going eight and a half and over. It's so entertaining, nine and over. Now, look at the Big Bash crowds in the last two seasons. Like They can't get a crowd in because the competition's gone stale. And in a lot of yeah. ways, I thought the never went that way at the back end of last year.
0: Yeah, and I I, got, there actually was some really fun footy. And Manly loved killing teams. That's what they were like. Lo- they really enjoy smashing teams. So Manly actually were entertaining in this, yeah. this yeah. rule stage. But it, it's about whole of game. And whole yeah, of game so entertaining when there's lots of blowouts. So, I mean, <laughs> last year when... When you guys played the Eels, right, top of the tableish clash, Eels yep. lost Reed Marnie, The Sea Eagles won fifty six to ten. And whilst that's like fun, it's like teams like four and five. That's almost what happened between four and five and eleven. Exactly. You know, and
2: and it's like there was the game. So the game that did it for me was so the it, it's interesting to compare, right? So there was the game where Manly put a score on the Cowboys last round of the season, and that was to be fair actually enjoyable to watch. Like some of the things that. Mm. That yeah. Tom didn't, that that, was, that did that, like, that did give us that amazing viral clip
1: of those lads who had the multi on. I don't know if you saw this. Cody, <laughs> I didn't say that. These guys had this multi, it was like match points. It was the last leg of their multi, was under 38 and a half points, 48, whatever the point total was for the match. It was currently, <laughs> nice. it was currently two under as that kick went into the in goal and Ruben Garrick picked it up. There was something going they're winning like <laughs> six grand on this multi. And then, of course, <laughs> Manly go 109 metres and you've just got the side-by-side of the try, and these boys just dying. Just losing, it. losing, The reverse of like the live watching
0: it. someone cheer someone home in the horse race. It was like that <laughs> hug screaming, hugging each fuck. other. And one guy's like, wait. wait, wait. It. And they all turn around. Ah.
2: <laughs> but, but I mean, like put that in comparison to like, so then there was that game, which was from memory rot right, as we went into lockdown in Sydney where it was hmm. that up in the Gold the game where Manly... Just I think they had the ball for like 18 minutes straight or something ridiculous against the Titans on the Sunday afternoon. And I like I did not enjoy that game. Like Manley scored trials, I think, in four straight sets, but it was it just wasn't enjoyable because that's not you know, that's not the NRL as far as I'm concerned. So like yeah, yeah there were entertaining moments, but on the whole, the whole of the game sort of fell away. But anyway, going back to Manly, I, I don't yeah. don't know about you boys, but I, I actually find and maybe it's because I've watched a lot of Manly and I cover a lot of Manly, but I find them the most interesting of most teams. On that discussion about where the game goes this year because they are a team yeah. that's so good on the front foot and that quicker game.
0: Yeah. And what you mentioned, the cohesion stuff, we haven't really spoken about the coronavirus protocols in the previews. Because like obviously it could be a factor for any team. Mm. You can't go, oh, that team's gonna go poorly for, for like- coronavirus. But like so, we this is today, it happened, it'd be in like two days people hear this. But like Adam Reynolds just had his positive RAT for Brisbane and now. Even if, he get, even if he's, like, clear of coronavirus in seven days, he can't play next Friday, essentially, because it's seven days and then you enter NRL protocol. That stuff's going to, like you said, is really going to matter for the good teams who can cope with missing one or two players, whereas there's teams like Brisbane or similar who are, like, looking to build combinations and now they already can't start doing that. It's going to impact, like, round one and round two for Brisbane, you know, whereas Manly, they're kind of, as long as it's not Tommy, they kind of know what they're doing when guys get out of the side.
2: Yeah, and, and to be fair to Manly, like we do, everyone talks a lot about the Tom factor, I and mean, you can't deny the Tom factor, but mm. they, they actually have shown this all season there's a, there's a fair bit of depth there. And it would be interesting to see, like, for all the talk of the Tom factor, it'd be interesting mm. to see, um, say, he'd missed five games at the end of the season last year how the likes to say Oluquatu and, and, and Josh Shushta and, and a lot of guys who stepped up and actually became really good players during last season, if they would have mm. been able to maintain that level mm. at the end of the season, because while, yeah, like the, the, the difference is astronomical, but, but to be fair too, there were a lot of guys in that team who just weren't, were much better footballers at the end year last year than what they were at the start. So it, it will be interesting. I mean, Toms inevitably going to miss games this year, right? And, and to be fair to Manley, they did put 50 on it was the Cowboys. They did put 50 on the Cowboys without him in the game last year. So hmm. it'd be interesting to see in the games he does miss if those guys can keep the level that they showed for the majority of last year, which is quite possible. And if they can, it's it says a lot of good things about where Manly are going, I think.
1: I think I Coltrane trained the Cowboys in that game once I saw Tom was out. Yeah. So that was, that yeah, was not my not, finest that's hour. That's <laughs> not the greatest call. <laughs> was but that when you, your mentioned- season,
0: when you started falling away? Like yeah, you that, was the, that, the was, the that was the game. Decline. I think
1: I, I, I'd lost one game in like 15 rounds and then that happened and I fell to shit. But it's funny, right? Like the you, the rules as well. Like I'm just looking back at the end of Manly season, like week one of the Like they play Manly, Roosters, South in three weeks, right? Three very, very, very good football teams. Week one of the finals, they lose by 30. Week two of the finals, they win by 40. Week three of the finals, they lose by 20. That should not be happening in these
2: clashes between these heavyweight teams. No, it it, it sort of showed last year, right? There was like the one, two, three gap, four, Mm -hmm. five, six. Or even, I guess that, I mean, the the Roosters- I think by the end
1: of the year, you and Para were clear of the Roosters just because how many injuries they had. Yeah, I mean, the
2: Roosters were were a beaten team by that point. But, you know, I mean, Roosters is my favorite. Roosters are my tip to win it this year. Oh, mate. So, well, yeah, yeah.
1: We'll, get, we'll get to that at the end, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, pick.
2: I just meant Like, Bruce is at full strength uh, uh probably in that top three. If not, they're certainly yeah. Manly in and, and like,
1: for me, this is the other interesting thing about Manly, right? And I said similar things yesterday about Cronulla. I know Mitch doesn't necessarily agree with them, but, like, again, like, historically, everyone's supposed to hate Manly, all this. and like, like, they're getting rid of Dylan Walker, right? Like, the other dislikable <laughs> players that in the past. People
0: hate Manly without Dylan Walker. I don't... You might like Cronulla more now. The response you got on Discord after that game is proof no one else gives a fuck. They still hate Cronulla. You work in the game, mate. It's different. You work and deal with these players, right? And so does Scott. We all like teams more than the common fan does. The common fan hates the Sharks, hates the Bulldogs, and hates Manly. And it's not changing because Dylan Walker's leaving.
1: Well, I'm just saying okay, they it's have not. quite a likable <laughs> bunch of lads on their team. For the
0: you, other <laughs> people don't care no, if the no, like, players likable or not, right? They are likable players, right? But fans who hate teams don't care if the team is like players are like. It's just a strange.
1: It's just strange that we just absorb hatreds based on things that happened 30 years ago. It's, it's just it, not just. That. It people is fun, hated
0: though, like in, in like, the, in like the, they've been good for a long time, mate. That's part of hatred mm. too. The Storm were awesome. Full of, of good players, full of nice players. Nobody gives a fuck, mate. It doesn't work. Well, like I mean, that.
1: this that, that's a, the Storm had Billy Slater and Cameron Smith, who but a lot right of now, Right now, right? Like They're all gone, mate.
0: Dylan Walker's leaving. All the, all the guys, all the yeah. to left the Storm. I've also that's never like t- hated,
1: I've also never disliked the Storm either. So that's, a I fair know, point. that's what I'm saying. You're
0: not like yeah. everybody else. You're not the special. every
1: man and that stuff.
0: Like, that doesn't apply to it, mate. People are not going to like the Sharks just because Paul Gallon and Greg Bird are gone. They're not. They're not going to go, oh, mm-hmm. you know what? I love this club now. It doesn't mm-hmm. work like
1: that. But, know, but, the, but the, I will argue the alternative The reverse has happened Penrith were quite a likeable club When they were just kind of meh And, and now everybody people, fucking, hate, people but now everyone like, fucking hates them yeah, People don't like winners Wait, so, that's it goes, so, go, it, so it goes one way but it can't go the other No it doesn't go back
0: oh, Once okay. you become good, people So eventually you. everyone's
1: going to hate every club
0: because no, no, <laughs> the Tigers are never going to win anything again Oh okay
2: We're all going to like the Tigers and Okay that's good Alright good but it's funny, Maddie. Would you agree that the Penrith boys are actually arguably the best? Like I find them awesome among the best. I enjoy boys. dealing
1: with them. It's, yeah.
2: I, I love I love dealing with the Penrith boys, and it was also I was a bit sad about them last year. And like it was probably one of the few times I've actually entered into one of those debates. I try and keep myself very clear of what players are nice guys and not nice guys because. Needless to say, it doesn't help my job to say that someone's not a nice guy. But <laughs> no, but, <laughs> but here, here, are the terrible plays and the end list. Of that, so I Let's yeah. uh, I won't be entering into that discussion. But but um, yeah. But like, there's probably one of the few times I've actually gone. No, like I'm gonna back the. Well, Pan- like, I'm gonna defend the Panthers boys here because they are. I'm. Um, I mean, they're misunderstood by some. I have opinions on people who, you know, uh, I, I, I I I guess what I'd say is people who deal with the Panthers a fair bit. uh they know they're actually quite nice guys. They're very open guys. And, and you're right, man. this Manly team is very likable. They are, they are a really nice bunch of guys, Would be fair to say. Yeah, but they're not buying know, to, any... They're not buying the
0: every up. man who hates them a beer at the pub or having an interview with those people. Those like, people are still going to hate Manly. It's just how this works, you know? hundred
2: yeah. percent, yeah. yeah. And, and I mean, to be honest, like, I, I do think there's players at Manly who and people at Manly who are quite happy with that approach too, right? But like, they, they embrace that. Mm-hmm. Man, Manly properly embrace that approach. that Like... You don't think the Broncos' hatred is—you
1: don't think the Broncos' hatred has subsided a little bit in the last few years because
0: you suck? Okay, so if Manly start getting the spoon, okay, I'll look, I'll look, if Manly start going really shit, yeah, <laughs> people will hate them less. But that's that's not the fact. We're yeah, talking think- about the players—the players being more likable. It's about how teams go and people like people will hate Brisbane. They do hate them still The moment Brisbane are good again, people will fucking hate them again.
1: That's true. They will. Yeah, it's got
0: nothing. Not me to do with I, oh, I want, Adam I, want, Reynolds I want, now, people like us.
1: I want you and Adam Reynolds to be happy, so I don't. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think. Um, the, yeah. That's not the every man though. It's not. I'm sorry to break it to your bunker, but you're not. You're not the every man
1: representative. <laughs> mm. We'll just have to agree to disagree on that. But yeah. um, yeah. Anyway, back to Manly. Um, I have them sixth on my ladder. I think the t- same top six as last year is pretty established and. You just, I guess you just shuffling chairs around really with a couple of these predictions, but I've got them sixth, Mitch. I
0: have them fourth. I, um, I think they had some good additions over the off season. We haven't spoken about it yet, but I think Ethan Bullmore is going to be one of the buyers of the season there off the bench when he gets back to the middle after he spent his weeks on the uh, edge filling in. I just think that dude is a very unique skill set for a middle. He's very light on his feet, very quick, good support player. He's going to jag like eight or nine tries this year, you know, playing bench prop because of how manly played the game, uh, yeah, I think they've not really got worse anywhere and added some good signings and maybe find comes back at some point this year, whatever happens there, maybe he comes back and that's just another thing for Manly that's in their favor. But, uh, I think they found their feet last year pretty well. Like they had that poor start, right. And ended up where they did. Uh, I think they'll still de- just demolish anyone below them on the ladder. Like, so that's why I think they'll finish top four. I don't think they'll win the competition, but uh, I think they'll do pretty comfortable throughout the year.
2: Scott, yeah, I haven't. I'm in fifth. I'm in fifth. I, I can see after watching that trial against uh, Canberra last week, I can see them. Uh, I think as Tom put me that last week, they get, they think they'll have less opportunities because of the, the, the slightly uh, changed game. It's only a slight change, but the, you know the addition of more penalties. They they reckon that they could have slightly less opportunities and therefore they've got to take a higher percentage than let's say so I I, I can see them sort of slipping below the roosters, eel slipping up, south's going six Manly fifth. Mm. Um sorry again, buddy. Uh, no, but I, I think yeah, that's where I have my I, I, I think their biggest issue that they need to fix besides the fence, um, is just their middle lot. Like they've got they've got a good young pack, like uh Paseca uh simply, I, I think guys like them are, are really coming through, but even Sean Keppy, but there were times. but there was, I think the greatest example of, of Manley's issues last year I thought was in that prelim final against South Sydney, thinking about the ninth minute, um Sean Keppy, was it Sean Keppy? I think it was Sean Keppy. He got he concussed, the, yeah. Well that it was just it was a set before he got concussed. He other either he either knocks on or throws a forward pass about 40, 45 metres out from Manley's line. Um, and uh, until that point it, it'd been It'd been a proper arm wrestle in the first eight or nine minutes. From memory, he, he makes an error, and then South have a scrum obviously in Manly's half, and I don't reckon Manly get the ball back into South's half until it took a close while, to halftime. Yeah. And, and and when they get down there, I think Trebojevic might be denied once or twice. He had or the
1: yeah the obstruction the the the, the, the try and disallowed for the obstruction, and the one there was another one disallowed. I can't remember whether it was for forward pass or another obstruction. yet. oh no, the drop ball off the scrum.
2: Yeah, that's right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, so like, there's no doubt Manly when they're in good ball score points, and they, they, yeah, they I mean, t- Tommy got over
1: the line two or three times and just didn't get any tries.
2: So. Yeah, yeah. So there's there's no doubt in, in good ball, and like this is the most obvious thing you can say about Manly in good ball. They are one of the best teams in the competition. I think they're in the top two teams in the competition in good ball with Penrith. But the reality is is that they they need to find a way to put themselves in good ball more, and against the good teams, their pack just isn't strong enough. So like, the key for me as far as Manly go this year. While we waxed on about Tom, the key is actually what Paseca and Sipley and and all that, all those guys in the middle do to determine whether they can actually take that next step. Hmm. Um, We've got a bit of depth in the middle now,
0: though. Like they had like no depth in the middle two years ago. Like they have got those guys have come along. Like their bench should be okay this year.
2: Yeah, yeah. Look, I think it will be, but I, I, I just think like you know, besides the obvious thing, which is you know, Tremoye, which is fitness. I actually, I, I just think that's actually the. Of the things they can actually control, that is the, the most important thing. Like their middle is certainly a lot better than what it was two years ago or even this time mm. last year, but that they really need. I, I think Paseca in particular, I'm a, I'm a big fan of Paseca. Like I think Paseca, yeah, Sifley, uh, to Powell's got to have a big year again. Like they need Kepi. Um, they need those guys to to real and, and Josh Alloy, who, who barely played for them last year as well, to be fair, that they need those guys to have good years and take a step up for Manly to take that step up, I reckon.
1: Yeah, and um, Scotty, before we let you go, uh, a young player you've got an eye on, and a anyone in the team that you think is prime for a big year.
2: Yeah, I mean the young player is interesting right now because there's not like a lot of changes at Manly, a- and we saw like that the young centre Tolu totally um, Kula isn't going to play round one. Um, there's obviously a lot of hype at Manly about him, but where I think so so Des has already said he's going to play. Um, Morgan Harper and, and Brad Parker in the centres for, for round one. And whether Cooler gets a go as the year goes on, we'll see. But he he's actually a natural fullback before he's a centre. So potentially he might be the man, you know, and mm-hmm. he's obviously hasn't played NRL yet, but I do wonder if he's the man that in a year or two's time, if Tommy's out, they can actually bank on him to be a reliable fullback and that might solve that issue. So uh, yeah, probably him. And like I said, the, just on what the guys like, you know, what what the guys in the middle are able to do. And it's A bit more,
0: question, exci- bit more exciting if you're a Manly fan, by the way, to have like cooler Steppy and then like Brennan Elliott. You know, someone gets injured. That's a bit more exciting. So maybe we'll probably see him after a couple of rounds, I reckon.
2: Yeah. 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 I, I think, I think you'll get a, I, I'd be, I'd be stunned if he didn't debut in the first half of the season. Although the thing is, Des doesn't make changes. So he, he's likely to rely on an on injury there.
0: Injury, suspension, or similar. There's lots of suspension still. And there's COVID. He'd probably get a game somewhere. And the other question yeah, you have true. is like established player to have a good year.
2: Um, it's a contract year for Mike's power, <laughs> <laughs> is it? Always
0: a contract year for money. He's trying to get paid for the last like four years, and he's just well, that's a family. good point. But
2: it, it, it is actually a contract year for yeah, Mike's is. power, it? And and he does, um, he he you know is adamant that he can play on. I know he had his back in that trial match, but I think they're pretty confident he'll be right to go for round one against Penrith So, uh, it's a, I think it's a really big year in his career, actually. Like, he, he's 31 now, I think so. He's a lot closer to the end than the start, but he's, he's adamant that, you know, he's got a few years left and, you know, we talk about the importance of their middle and them stepping up. So sort of, I mm. think, yeah, it's a big year for him. What do you boys reckon? Looks after his body, mate. So to power. It's carnival. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I I, I just want to see Josh Shush to take his game to another level once he comes back from his injury. Yeah. Um, he's a guy I really enjoyed watching last year. Um uh yeah, and, and look, and yeah, look, there's been so much hype about Fast Guy that I just want to see what he can do at some point.
2: Well, where do you guys reckon Schuster finishes like in five years' time? Where do you guys reckon Schuster's playing? What position?
1: I mean, no, it he... wouldn't it wouldn't shock me. I mean, it just depends how the rules go, right? Like yeah.
2: I, I think mean he likes would... having dumps like a truck.
0: I think that's a boy who likes his food. So mm. if whilst he can play in the halves I think he doesn't mind uh you know having a forwards diet. He just
1: he just reminds he's just like the most similar player to John Sutton that I've seen since John Sutton. Retired. Yeah, it's a good shout. It's so a good shout. I think he might just stay
0: there. Yeah, yeah. A bit of Felidia about him, mate. No, no look passes. Yeah, he loves it. No look pass. Like I'm, am a big fan of Schuster. See Bunger. I, can, I like a lot of Manly's players, but I still hate Manly. So I can okay. like their players, I so like The team. So Schuster, I, uh, I really enjoy his footy as well, and I'm, I'm really looking forward to o- Ola Kowatu again on that edge, like. Mm. Thrown in there last year, not really a natural edge. Again, one of those guys who hasn't really played a lot of top class footy over the last three or four years, and how good he was last year. It's like full preseason knows his role. Like he, I think he's in for a great season on that right edge once he's back. Was he out maybe one week now? I think.
2: Yeah, I think it's a pretty it's pretty minor. Like I I don't think he'll play round one, but I think he'll be yeah. Like when he did it, and they said that it was subluxation of the um, of the elbow, which. Um, I thought sounded pretty bad, but good old physio looking at him and told me it appeared wasn't too bad. So yeah, I, I think he'll be, if he, if he misses round one, it'll be round two or three for him. Yeah.
0: I just I just love his, I know it happened years ago. I still just love his story of how he just like rocked up to training.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. He, and, um, and he got Scotty, so Scotty, lastly, your grand final. Uh,
2: I think, I think is panthers hmm. Yeah, I, I, I just think Roos is too good um, on... Yeah, you know, there's so much upside for them off last year, right? They, they, they they should have the biggest silver lining. So Sam Walker's put on a couple of kgs. Not a lot. It was funny yesterday. He was, he was saying, oh yeah, i put on some weight. We said, oh, what are you now, mate? And he said, oh, 80. He said, oh, what, what were you last year? Like 75 or just under? He's like, no, 78. I thought, okay, that's a little bit of He actually does just look bigger, Sam Walker. So I think, um, yeah, I, I think the Roosters and my fact, well, they're my tip for the comp and, Panera, if I know they've lost a bit, but they're still such a good team. I, I think Roosters, Panera, I, I could see Parramatta reaching prelims this year.
0: Like it's too boring to pick the same old teams, but like they're all so good. They like, and they all so, stayed as good. Like t- as you said, like Panthers lost players, but it doesn't really matter the players they lost. And same with the Storm. Yeah. Like, Storm think- got Xavier Coast for Christ's sake. <laughs> like,
1: everyone, like, I think most. <laughs> I think everyone we've had on, most people have picked the Roosters, but I think everyone's... But each of the top six has been picked at least once, I think. I think someone said Roosters... Mainly. No, South's have like, been picked in the finals. No, yeah, Lutton said think. South's Parramatta, didn't
0: he? Oh, yeah. He doesn't really count, though. <laughs> the South do pick South, <laughs> yes. Oh, As you, yeah. you, know, yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, South's are the ones who I see dropping. But, like, it's a big mm. drop. Like, the thing is, right, like, you can say they're going to... A team's going to drop from, what, second or third down to... Yeah. Down ladder, but, like... That gap from six to 7th is so huge. So, like, asking them to drop out. That's what I was
1: saying the other day. Yeah, The split in the league is so different to what
0: it used to be like. Like, a drop used to be genuine. You could drop from, like, 3rd to 10th. Now it's, like, no yeah. dropping. And the same thing, like, people thought... But like Bulldogs are going to improve drastically, right? But I still think they're not going to, like, jump anywhere because they might win three more games and still finish last. Like- well,
2: yeah, I was going to say, that if they double the amount of wins they had last year, that puts them... Equal Six. last doesn't it, on points or something like it was eight to sixteen yeah. last year. From yeah. memory, actually, well there you go. They won. They won three games last year because it was a buy. So yeah, hmm. so they doubled the amount of games they won last year based on last year's ladder. They still finished last. So it's a it's a long way to climb. It yeah.
0: is, and it's just weird that I feel like there's such like when we're doing our ladder prediction, it's more really I'm putting them in this bracket. It's like there's that like top three, then like the next three, and then there's like. I've got like six teams that little middle awkward bit, and then there's gonna be yeah, six sides yeah, yeah. as well. <laughs> you know, there's gonna yeah. be someone to make the finals probably on
2: ten wins again. You can see, I mean, sharks are the team for me that go from outside the finals to in the finals. Although I'm still yeah, I've got to be convinced on, on two fullbacks playing in the halves. Although, as um yeah. as Nico Hines pointed out the other day, well, Melbourne have two fullbacks playing in the halves. That was a pretty good point, actually. But
0: um, yeah, mate, it's Melbourne. Yeah, that's exactly right. No, <laughs> that's exactly
2: right, yeah, yeah. But like I'm, I'm still, I'm still be convinced on that. But I think the Sharks are a team that go in, Newcastle drop out. Um, yeah, that's, and then it's I, have,
1: of, I agree with that completely. Yeah,
2: and then I, I could see Titans dropping out, but I, I don't I, know. I had, it comes in. From. I had
1: Newcastle eight when we did the Newcastle preview, but I might bump the Titans up to eight. Or you're, or or you're moving so. yours? I've, I've kept mine the same. Okay. Um, my, I
0: have picked this up. To you, you, changed on yours, you, changed,
1: you changed yours during the podcast. I saw you editing the spreadsheet while we were recording. <laughs> yeah, I didn't move yeah. the actual <laughs> note. I didn't like,
0: I said it before we recorded. I never I, never, I changed it I before. I never you, changed after.
1: I saw you change. Um, I moved
0: the Sharks down. I was, yeah, I to Sarah. You, I
1: was like, I, was, I saw you move um, the Dragons and the Warriors. Like you swapped the Dragons and the Warriors around during the Warriors podcast yesterday. I saw yeah. you do it. Well, it's like, yeah,
0: I know. <laughs> Fuck off. It's, no, it's oh, yeah. different. I,
1: it is. I haven't done that before we announced those
0: teams. You've oh, done okay. that after we've done that. I haven't. I mean, I, like I it, did, it doesn't matter. I'm just saying. I haven't. You, nothing, you brought up the editor after. Because uh, yeah. people on Discord are complaining about our uh, changing
1: our ladders. Well, it's, uh, they can change them most they want. they have to be locked in when the season starts. That's there it. They anyway, change everything. Um,
0: anyway, oh, I lost what it was. Yeah,
1: good. He's random. The <laughs>
0: Sharks. We should mentioned the Sharks. The Sharks. I only had them out of my eight on spite, and I hope they were worse. I hope it doesn't work out for them. That's pretty much it.
1: No, nah, <laughs>
2: <they're laughs>
1: people's team. The level.
2: Some flatless. people's
0: team. Someone's yeah.
2: team. Yeah, so they were um, a special. as being like your second favorite team for a long time. The Sharks weren't they? Like from like. I reckon from like mid '90s to say yeah, when, late yeah. 2000s, they they I agree were the I liked then them then. I didn't. It, it, it became Canberra. Canberra became everyone's second team for a long time too. I, I, I don't know I liked I
0: liked Cronulla when I was too young to understand the world, and they, <laughs> <laughs> now I understand how the world works. Fuck Cronulla. Fuck the Sharks. Fuck their fans. Fuck their
1: team. Oh, well, what a, what a nice note to end on. Um, yeah. just... Comments not endorsed
2: by me. Go on, yes. Um,
1: Scott, uh, I mean, there's not really one set place. Everyone can find your work, but it's all over the place that we're, whatever our news outlets use yeah. AAP, copy, which is a lot. And if you want to follow Scott, Scott Bailey AAP on Twitter, you should definitely do that.
2: Yeah, you'll see plenty of them um, rambling. It it's reports good. on
0: good things that not everyone else does. Like, you know, women's rugby league, for example. AAP are doing that like lots of the year. You know, other people yep, are yep. not talking about it. So there's good, good comment um, from Scott. you around.
2: That was, uh, yeah, I think that's something that should, like, uh, the, I don't know we've gone over now, probably, and this isn't at all manly related, but just there's so, like, yeah, the Women's Rugby League, there are so many good stories that have happened in the last. I, I'm amazed how little traction, not little traction, how little. Of a spotlight has been put on women's rugby league stories, like midway through last year, through the whole roster stuff. Anyway, that's I know you guys walk across it's a yeah. so different day, but yeah, you're right. It's,
0: um, you guys were literally the only ones reporting on that stuff for like two or three months there, like last year when the roster thing was happening. It was like, Aap's the only place I could find anything about what was happening in the NRLW,
2: and it shaped the whole season. Like, I mean, look at look at the Brisbane team as opposed to the the other teams, and whether whether it was right or wrong, what the NRL did, and I I can see both sides of that one. I I very much. Um, understand both sides of the argument, but it has shaped this whole NRLW season. Like, there's no way in the world Brisbane don't win that competition.
1: No. Right, what's your gra- sure I've moved. got Brisbane Para prediction. That's my grand final there.
2: Um, yeah, I-, I thought Brisbane Para before Sunday. I actually really liked the Dragons on Sunday.
1: Yeah, they looked better than expected.
2: I, I really liked Rachel Pearson. I Rachel thought she Pearson was, she was, was good. incredible, and um, yeah. Yeah. Emma Emma yeah. Tomagaru at the back was. So we got hit the back was yeah, also. She was awesome. She had a great yeah. game. Roosters,
1: Roosters very disappointing, but hey, they got they got some few weeks to work there.
2: It's an interesting story with the Roosters, and by the time this comes out, it will almost be done. But I was trying to chase this up this morning, and I'm off today, so I haven't chased it up properly. But that Adam Reynolds, um, the NRL guidelines for Adam Reynolds to return. If you were to follow that, um, that would suggest that that Corbin Baxter can't play on Sunday. But the Roosters were hopeful she would play on Sunday, come back from COVID. So. Anyway, no doubt the figure probably... hasn't been
0: communicated very well to clubs yet.
2: Yeah, yeah. Like, hopefully, by the time this comes out, I will have an answer on whether Corbin Baxter can play. I mean, someone else will probably have it before then because I'm off today and not making that call. But it's it's actually really interesting to see how that plays out. There's definitely confusion out there, though. Hundred percent.
1: Yeah. All right. Well, Scotty, thank you so much for coming on. I uh, hope I'll be back during the year when Manly are doing well, um, or just for other reasons. We'll see. Just I don't know we'll work it out my later. pleasure
2: boys I promise not to do the next one from my car no it, it's,
1: you, sound, you sound fine alright so you goodbye, sound much Scott. better than a lot of other people despite being from your car by the way that is true alright say goodbye Scott See you <laughs> boys have a good one say goodbye Mitchell goodbye Mitchell and it's goodbye from me